Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Good morning, Alan. Um, as I said, busy times. First off, can we just look a little bit at Pathway, please? I discussed it with uh, your uh, councillor here, one of your councillors, Councillor John Hegarty, who's also a vice-principal of a school. And we, yes. we had a chat about it just locally, but I'd like to get the uh, update on it nationally from you. Y- you have described it as the single biggest transformation to education in decades. I have, and I, and I really believe that to be true because I've been in about 80 secondary schools across Ireland over the last 12 months, and I've really been struck by uh, the stress and strain we're putting on young people in relation to this points race. And um, They do their Leaving search, they work really, really hard, and then they find out on Leaving search results day and CAO offers day that it all depends on the number of points in terms of what they can do next. But of course, points are only one way of assessing somebody's ability. You could make a brilliant nurse, a, a brilliant person to work in business or science or engineering or the arts, and you might not do well in rote learning. So it has been a bugbear of mine, to put it mildly, that we are defining people by points alone and, in my, in my view, capping their potential. So what I've done now, and I really want to thank everyone who's worked so hard on this across the country, we've put in place for the first time ever in Ireland a number of degree programmes, 23 of them, outside of the traditional points uh, race. So you basically will get assessed uh, through either an interview or audition or portfolio. Uh, you'll start your degree in a local college of further education and conclude it then in a local university. It's the first time we've ever had joint degree programs between further and higher education and the first time such programs have been available without defining someone by points. And I should also just say, Alan, it's not just about school leavers because you could be 40, 50, 60, 70 uh, and you might want to go back to education. Maybe you didn't get the opportunity previously, but it doesn't suit you to have to go you know, an hour or two away from their home for four years to get a degree. Um, But actually, all of a sudden, if you can do a couple of years locally in a local college of further education, it could be transformational for you. So it's just a start, but it's an important start. Is this seen in some quarters as an alternative to the Leaving Cert, or is it something to go hand-in-hand with the Leaving Cert? How would you describe that? Well, very much goes hand-in-hand with the Leaving Cert. I mean, the Leaving Cert is a very important exam and, 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 and moment in time in the education system and anyone's educational journey. But it's, an, it's a parallel pathway, is how I describe it, to the CAO point system. So you do the leaving search, you can go the CAO route, or indeed you can go this route. Now, this new route I'm talking about, we're only starting. There's about 500 places this year, uh, but we started from scratch, started from nothing. And quite frankly, for far too long, people were talking about doing something in this area, but I can't just get on and do it. So uh, mm. I, I think it could be... I, I think that the people I keep on thinking about are the people who would make really, really good nurses. Um, but they mightn't do very well in, let's say, the Irish exam or whatever else. Um, or somebody who could be really creative, could work in arts or music or the likes. But, you know, again, rote learning may not necessarily work for them. So why are we why are we not affording those people the same opportunity to get a degree? And we need to do right. that. Uh, dentistry is one of the areas that popped up last week in the programme. I'm sure you heard on the wires as well about the shortage of dentists. I think we only have 15 public dentists at the moment. One of the points that was raised, Minister, is that it's uh, 625 points to get into dentistry. And, like, we're, we're going to run out of the dentists very, very shortly. Uh, have you uh, t- taken a look at this to even reduce the points to make it more attractive for young people to get into dentistry? Yes, we have. Now, look, there's always two sides to this issue, isn't there? There's the first side of, is it an attractive career to work in? How do you retain people? And that's obviously a matter for the Department of Health. From my point of view, we do have a role to play in expanding the number of places, training places in the first instance, 
and we just published about three or four weeks ago um, a very big kind of horizon scanning exercise where we went out and asked all the universities what more could they do in relation to dentistry and I'm very pleased to say big expansion plans came back and the one that springs to mind right now is the potential for a dentistry school in UCC uh, that could significantly see more dentistry places in Ireland which of course will benefit all parts of the country including Wexford. Right, uh, will third level fees be subsidised by the €1,000 as they were last year? So the, the God honest truth is I don't know um, because as you'll remember it was a matter for the budget day last year and uh, what I will say is two things. Firstly, we actually made €500 Euro of that a permanent reduction. So if there's anyone living in County Wexford with a household income of less than €100,000, their fees are reduced by €500. Euro, and you can apply through the SUSI website, susi.ie, uh, to get that reduction applied to your fees. I would like to do more. Um, and all I can say at this stage is, if there is a cost of living package, if there are measures on budget day uh, to help people with the cost of living with inflation, I want to be making sure that students and their parents are a part of that. So uh, I haven't given up hope, but we won't know the answer to that yeah. budget day, which I think is on the 10th of October. Yeah, because I'm looking at an article in the Irish Examiner where you're quoted as saying that you want to see some of the extra £2.25 billion in capital spending for the next three years used to expand capacity within universities and apprentice centres. And, and apprentices, let's not put that one on the back burner. Let's talk about that as well, because there's a huge emphasis here in Wexford to highlight the importance of apprenticeships. Well, absolutely, and there's a brilliant job being done by Waterford Wexford ETB uh, in Wexford around apprenticeships and particularly around the whole green skills agenda and the retrofitting agenda, and I want to acknowledge that. But when you talk about the extra capital, the £2.25 billion uh, extra that the government will spend in capital, um, I want to be very clear that we want, we'll want to see, uh, we'll want to see some of that for Wexford. Um, I have, as you know, very ambitious plans to deliver a modern state-of-the-art campus for the South East Technological University uh, in Wexford. And I know you talk to my, my government colleagues, uh, Paul Kyo and James Brown and others regularly on this. The council is currently finalising the CPO process. So better, not, better not talk about that too much because there's a process ongoing. But I, I stand ready then to work with the South East Technological University to really deliver that campus for Wexford. Yeah, and you know, I'm like the elephant that never forgets. You promised me yeah. that when that crosses the line, you will come on air and announce it on this very show. So, I will. But the longer it goes on, the more fr- frustrated people get, Minister. Where are we at with this? So I think we're, I, I genuinely believe we're very nearly there. Uh, and let me, let me say this, I mean, I, I can't tell you whether it'll be a couple of weeks or a few months, but it'll be this year. And I think we'll be able to have very exciting discussions about the plans in 2024. Now, it is obviously a matter, I need to be honest here, it's a matter for the South East Technological University to decide what to put on the site and all of that. But I think there's great encouragement in their strategic plan that they published uh, recently where they made it very clear uh, the scale of their ambition. And and look, I I should also just say while while I'm on with you, I mean, not too far away in, in, in Kildalton as well, we... You know, there's, there's a very significant chance of a veterinary school going there too. So there's a fair amount going on already in the southeast region that's both directly and indirectly benefiting Wexford, which is good. Yeah, you did launch the 83.68 million TU Rise Fund to support research and enterprise engagement in the technological university sector. How yes. would how how like I want to I want to get a Wexford angle on this? How do we benefit from this? So basically, this is the first time we've had a ring fence fund that only the technological universities can apply for. So as you say, there's 83, nearly 84 million euro in it. And any technological university now can can put in applications as to what they want to do from a research perspective. There's a specific piece in this scheme around linking with businesses 
to create jobs and investment. So what I'd be saying to the Southeast Technological University now is look at the range of their campuses. They obviously have the one in the one in Wexford, the current one. They have one in Waterford. They have one in Carlow. Look at the look at the current range of your campuses and see what the potential is to do research, to establish research hubs, research centres that could liaise with businesses and work with with local businesses, particularly larger, maybe multinationals in the county, uh, around research solutions. We know we absolutely know when it comes to attracting. Uh, investment into Ireland and creating jobs in regions that research and universities play a very major role when they're sitting in the boardrooms in the United States or elsewhere. And that's why I think this fund has real potential. So it's up to the Southeast Technological University now to come up with ideas and to draw it down. But right. it's only available for the Technological University, so that definitely gives them a good advantage. The quality of the people that are there, apart from the actual people who are stewarding all this, but the likes of Professor Paddy Prendergast, uh, Dr. David Dempsey from Salesforce, I mean, the the quality of the people that are there to shape this and to help Wexford uh, get their very best subjects. I mean, Professor Prendergast said quite clearly to me on this show, he doesn't want this to be a Mickey Mouse campus. He wants this to be the real deal, to fly the flag. Well, that's it. And I mean, look, when I appointed uh, Paddy Prendergast to be the chair of the governing authority and when Veronica Campbell was appointed the first president, of the Southeast Technological University, with those two individuals, both with backgrounds in, in Trinity College Dublin, um, Paddy as the provost and, and Veronica as the bursar, you get two very serious, serious individuals who know how to deliver major capital projects and who know how to, to run a university, quite frankly. Couple that with the business people who've stepped up, uh, and I, I absolutely echo uh, Paddy's, Paddy's view. I mean, we're not in the business of purchasing sites uh, to kind of leave them sitting around the place. We want to purchase this site, we want to secure this site, uh, because we want to have a major campus uh, in Wexford, and I think there's huge potential there to do so, and I think the strategic plan outlines that. And this is about everybody benefiting. You know, we're expanding in Waterford with the Waterford Crystal site. There's the Kildalton campus, obviously, in, in Kilkenny, and the potential for that agricultural college to play a role in terms of veterinary medicine. You've extensions gone on to the Carlow campus, and Wexford is a really now important piece of the jigsaw. It's vital, and I said that from day one. Right, let's conclude as we started. Let's look at Pathway, get a summary from you on that uh, and how people best c- can utilise that and, and, and make the most of it. What do you suggest? Well, look, we don't, we don't all learn in the same way. Uh, we don't all live in the same way. And therefore, education can't be rigid. There can't just be one way in and one way out of the education system. We have to have a system that is diverse, uh, that isn't just reliant on points, points, points in the leaving search. And what I would say to anybody listening to this today who wants to explore these opportunities, either a student or a parent or a grandparent or a teacher, if you go to nto.ie, that's National Tertiary Office, the nto.ie, you can now see exactly what I'm talking about, the 23-degree programmes, how they work, the areas they're available in. And my final message is we're we're only warming up. Um, If this works, and I believe it will, I think there's huge potential to do so much more and to have a much more diverse and inclusive education system in Ireland. And when it comes to your campus, you believe that it's... Uh, and you haven't, and I admire you for not using the words as soon as possible, because that drives me and my listeners <laughs> absolutely. When I hear those words as soon as possible, the listeners yeah. go mad. I, we all go mad about that. But you believe that it is quite possible we'll get the definitive answer on this within the next number of weeks or months. I'm not putting words in your mouth, but we would love to get it. Yeah, an I, do, I, I do. It may be a few months, but I think we're nearly there. The reason I'm being, and I, and I, I won't say as soon as possible, the reason I'm being a little bit vague is because it's not within my direct control because there's a legal process underway. But look, your listeners will know from local advertisements and the likes that this CPO process is very, very active. Um, they know that the money is in place to secure the site because I've absolutely confirmed that several times. Mm. And I suppose what I'm saying is, while the council is doing that job, and, and thank you to them for that, we're not standing idle. We're, we're as a department 
ready and willing and actively engaging with the Southeast Technological University so that when the land is secured, we can begin to have that exciting conversation about what does this mean for Wexford, what could be on this campus and how can it provide opportunities and investment into the county and the region. Maybe on that day you'll join me in studio to make that announcement because that would be a... I'd be honoured to you, absolutely. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.